Sunday fun day in the cinch booth. It's time for Rump Chat. Rodeo's rocking his podcast with Josh Hambone Hilton and Justin Rumford. And today's important reminder is that this time next week, we will not be here anymore. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Come on in and join us. If you're listening to us on the podcast at a later time, turn your radio up. It's podcast time in Las Vegas, USA. Gentlemen. Oh, thank you, Senator Jacob Moorhead. <laughs> hey. Sunday um, fun day, Las Vegas. Riley's one minute late. Mark that down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome everybody. Sunday in Las Vegas, which is in this town is just another day. Um, <laughs> there is no letdown here. Um, it's the first switchaway day of the NFR where... You have the, the first round of people going home, and then tomorrow and Tuesday, the next round of people coming in, and then leaving Thursday, and then the final round of people. The final push. Yeah. So for everybody here, um, we're glad to have you guys here. We're ha- glad to have you listening at home on Apple or Spotify or whatever you are listening to. It has been a beautiful, beautiful last couple of days. We're back to rodeo, and everything's good. Bad news. We're so sad Stetson rides out. Yeah. That, is, that sucks. Apparently, you need groins to ride buck and stock. But you know what? I'll, I'll give to Stetson on this. That guy, he, he's going to be fine. I mean. He's fine. He'll probably, he's still going to win the all-round. Yeah. He had it, the all-round one in, like, July probably. But you know what? He's a young kid. He's in good shape. It just, it, it, I, I got tears. You know, I, I'm a crier. You are. You're, you know that I'm a crier. Big-hearted. I, I was sad last night. Like, I seriously sat there. When he was hugging his dad, I'm like, oh, my God, I just, I want to go hug him, too, you know, because, uh, you know, with the, the heart and as, as much as these guys, especially for Stetson, for two events, mm-hmm. to get on every perf. Uh, That's a lot of money. And a lot of That's people a lot of money had Stetson in Pro Fantasy Rodeo. A lot of people. A lot of people. And so we, I hope you bought your insurance. No. Did, I'm, I'm going to have to get a tattoo. You are, are? Are you down the list on the I don't even know where I'm at. I haven't paid attention to much of anything besides don't be late to the meeting and kick ass during the rodeo. So that's so, pretty much all I've been concentrating so on. So after two rounds, this, was, was the second night easier to run music at the NFR than the first? Much. You, much. Do you feel like you're I actually slept after the first round for the first time in 60 days. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Did you really? Yeah. Sweet. I slept good. Oh, awesome. Well, you know what? We... Uh, here at Rump Chat, we've had a great week. We've had some uh, really good people on. It's been exciting. We have gold buckle beers Would you right Look here. at this. Look, thank you, Jacob. Nice. They're, they're open for our guests. Um, I got to start out. Um, I'm going to start off here. A uh, really, really, really cool thing happened to me, la- I, a, a bunch of us, last night. So we didn't have rehearsal, which is nice, because normally after the rodeo, you wait. They got to run the extra cattle. You wait for the building to clear. And you wait for Alan, the GM, to come up, and then you run through the next night's opening. So a lot of times you're not out of there till 9.45, 10 o'clock. And then, you know, you're tired, and so you go back and, you know, to the room and maybe have a little snack and a drink, and then you're, you're, you're out. So but last night he gave us the night off, and uh, we went to Ferraro's, which is right across the street from the Virgin, um, uh, and... Um, the little shopping center there. It's Italian food. It's, it's amazing. It's one of our favorite spots here in town um, off the strip, which is great. So anyway, so we go in there. It's my brother and his wife, Rachel. 
uh, Whitney, my wife, and me, and my man Gus. Hi. And then uh, and Brad Narducci, who's who's helping um, um, assistant music director here. So we went in there and we're having dinner, and Gus is kind of going around the table, and we're all playing with him, you know, and keeping him pacified. It's you know, it's only. 915 at night and you're feeding your four-year-old to the parents of the year over here so and then all of a sudden a waitress comes over and and talks to Whitney and she says um your the table your meal's been paid for and she looks and she's like what by who and she goes Shaq Shaq was there sitting in the corner how we missed a seven foot one 365 pound Dude that says Shaq across his, uh, his chest. You're lying. Shaq bought you dinner? I will show you a picture um, right here. We all took a picture with him. Look at that. Holy crap. You, I have been around D1 college football players, NFL players. This is the most, is the, he's a gigantic human. God bless his mom. I don't know how. Uh, he is huge in I'm a big fan because I watch, like, reels and stuff, and he's always giving to, to people, and, you know, he goes see some kid, and he goes, I want to buy those shoes. Here's, you know, and he pulls out this wad of hundreds, and I respect him a ton because of his business sense. Yeah. Do you know he's part owner of Lyft? Yeah. And Ring he, doorbells? He of course, you see him on the general insurance and the icy hot, everything that the he's The shacaroni pizza? Um, the shacaroni pizzas. He's got frozen hamburgers now. I mean, the guy's list goes on and on. Since he's only worth $400 million, I'm like, no way. He's got to be pushing a billion. That being said, we didn't even know he was there. It, and and um, so we turn around, and there he is, and he just, you know, kind of peace side. And we're like, I haven't fangirled anybody. Josie Jewell. Yeah. Uh, the outlaw. The outlaw, Josie Jewell, middle linebacker for the Denver Broncos, played at Iowa. Kind of fangirled him, but it turned into a buddy. But I have never been starstruck like that. I was seriously giddy. Me and Nard were like, oh, my God, it's Shaq. Oh, my God. And so I took Gus and uh, put his cowboy hat on, and we walked over to, to Shaq. And, and uh, you know, thank you very much, sir. You didn't have to do that. It was very nice. And all he wanted to do was play with Gus. And he, he just going, I'm going to tickle you. I'm going to tickle you. Of course, Gus hasn't seen many humans that big. So Shaq's never tried to was, tickle me. He was a little timid when it comes up to this. And he's just sitting there like this. And he had, you know, a table of, of people uh, and, and his girlfriend, who was like just a petite thing. Poor, poor thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> so um, he just went. And then when he started playing with Gus, Gus warmed up. And he's just, you know. Gus has no idea that this is Shaquille O'Neal, you know. And uh, so he played with him for a couple minutes. And as his girlfriend's talking to me, like, what are you guys doing here? And I thought I was by myself and Gus. And I'm like, well, you know, we're production staff. I go, me, I, I'm doing the music. And then I go to, like, point at the table. And, <laughs> and Nard is, like, right here. <laughs> He's like, hey, Shaq, yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. He goes, and then court, typical Nard, he goes, man, if I had known you were going to buy it, I had something more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> And Shaq, Shaq really didn't do anything. And Nard was like, well, uh, see you later, you know. And, but, big, uh, big yeah, gulps, huh? well, but he just he played with Gus for I don't know how long. I mean, it, was, it felt like 10 minutes, but it was probably like 30 seconds. But, no, he was – and then we went back and had dinner, and, and we asked our waiter. Apparently, he goes in there a bunch. He's got a lot of stuff that go on out here. And, of course, the NBA tournament was, was here at uh, uh, the T-Mobile Arena. So, I'm sure he was doing his, his NBA talk show uh, – pregame show with that but um 
Yeah, it was a really cool experience. We tried to send something over, like, does he drink? Or, they, you know, can we send over a drink? No, nope, iced tea. Um, what about dessert? No. So anyway, we, we, we tried to somewhat, but uh, it was pretty cool. Shaq bought our dinner, and then he came over afterwards. You know, we really wanted a picture, but you don't want to be those people, you know, um, because there's obviously other people in the, in the room. Um, and uh, he came over, and, again, he, all he wanted, he was talking to Gus. He's like, hey, little man. Hey, little man. Of course, Gus starts crying. You know, I'm like, Gus, shut up and shack. How are you, Gus? You don't cry to shack. You know, he's like, look tough. Quit crying. It's shack. There's no but crying in basketball. He's like, oh, man, come here, little man. We got a picture. Uh, I'll show you, too. But, and he's trying. He's like, he wanted to hold him. I'm like, I, Whitney, give him to him. I don't care if he's crying. Give it to him. Shaq wants to hold our kid. But it's just, I mean, his, his hands. Well, of course, I've yeah, got tiny hands anyyways. Yeah, they're very petite and soft. Um, they're skinny. Um, the only skinny part on me. But yeah. anyway, uh, his, I'm not kidding you. They were this, they, it was just, it was such, and he goes, hey, you know, my brother was like, hey, do you mind? We understand. You want to, can we have a picture? He's like, heck yeah. And I don't know why we used my brother's iPhone 3 to take that picture. But uh, it's not. <laughs> you took the picture on the same camera. Oh, and, the, oh, and then they're the zooming in and trying to take <laughs> pictures. And all you can see is my fat butt in front of him. And Anyway, but we got a good picture. He was, he was a genuine human. Everything you see and hear about Shaq is true because he is, he is such a nice guy. He had no reason to buy our meal. Didn't know anybody. I guarantee it was all because he's got a big soft heart for kids. And Gus was kind of going around the table, uh, you know, playing with everybody. Yeah, but if Shaq wants so to buy, Gus, you let him buy. Round of applause for Gus having Shaq buy our dinner last night. Good job, Gus. Uh, not to one-up your story, but yeah, there is no one-up. Hold on. I was in the casino last night, and this lady taps on my shoulder. Um, of course, you know, I, I spin around, and uh, it's my third-grade teacher, Mrs. Holmes. <laughs> so, I mean. Very nice. She's like, you don't remember me, do you? I thought she was old when I was in third grade. She looks exactly the same. Shout out to Mrs. Holmes, okay? It wasn't Shaq. See, he's trying to hold him there. Wow, that's. Come here, little man. That's pretty Come cool. Here. Come to Shaq. Dang Daddy. it. Now, I, I can't leave the NFR until I outdo that story. Not going to happen. I'm going to find where Shaq oh, You don't know at. Shaq? Uh-oh. I'm going to find oh, Shaq, no. and we're going to have a basketball That's tournament. all right. Well, apparently his girlfriend's doing something with the Cowboy Channel. I need to talk to Metters. She said she's introducing bands or something where low cash cowboys are were last night or I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. But well, she was nice lady. Um, I love you, Whitney. Um, <laughs> all good. All good. Anyway, but it was a very cool experience. But um, another uh, good round last night. Um, you know, it was uh, I don't know. It's been it's been it's been a lot of fun, you know. I was proud of our boy, Andy Seiler, did really good last night. Um, he's announced the NFR before, but it was in Texas, which is a completely different monster than here, just the building size and all that. So I was proud of Andy, did good. And, and uh, tonight he's up with Roger, looking forward to that. And um, uh, so, yeah. The horses are ready. The Cowboys are ready. Rodeo fans, are you ready? That's my Roger Mooney right there. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, every day we are brought to you by several people to make Rump Chat possible here. And our oldest sponsor, a uh, guy that's done so much for both of us, um, Pete Carr from Pete Carr Pro Rodeo, is the official sponsor of Rump Chat right here at, at the NFR. And you know what? Every day we're going we're gonna to point out his stuff. Our man, Jayco Roper. Now, if anybody out there, and I know you guys have listened to Raw. Did you listen to Raw with Jayco? Jayco Roper is a pretty wild dude, Okay. 
he's he's he was very entertaining on the podcast. So when we had Jake on, we weren't even planning on making it a raw. But after like five minutes, Hambo's like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna make that a raw." So Jaco last night he was seventy nine, and you know he's been riding good. You know maybe didn't have the horse tonight. Jaco Roper has Pete Car Pro Rodeos San Angelo Sam. Ooh, it's a bucker. That is that's a bucking dude. Um, so hopefully, and the deal was too. And I wish it would have went through. If Jaco would have won round number one of the NFR. I was going to bring him to Rump Chat and let him give me a tattoo. So, because when he was 15, he bought his own tattoo gun, and he did all his own tattoos on himself to teach him how to tattoo. So, it, what about if he wins round three? I don't, I don't know. I'm, if he wins round three, I'll be happy for him. Okay. But Sam Angelo, Sam, five times NFR. Leighton Berry's been 91 on him at Weatherford. Taylor Broussard was 87 on him at, at San Angelo Shootout. Kate Sonier, 85 and a half in Fort Worth. And Sam, uh, San Angelo Sam's out of Riverboat Annie. Which is a great uh, little red roan, and she was a great for Bucking a long horse time. of the year, 2005. Yeah, and uh, he's, he's a big, all-white dude and just bucks. He bucks hard. And not yeah. really in line. I mean, he's powerful. Must be Buckers out tonight, I guess? Or, uh, or? Oh, yeah. Saddle bronc riding. Dawson Hay on Resist All's Pretty Woman. You know where pretty women come from? Ugly dude. Do you know where pretty women come? Wacey, you should know this of anybody. Come from Jim Boy. Garden, Jim, Boy oh. Jim Boy Hash. Garden City Gal uh, was another horse they got from there. But in the bronc riding tonight, Dawson, hey, Dawson got bucked off last night. It's, I, I hated that. We love Dawson. We mostly love Logan because we, we have been really mean to Logan, and for some reason he still likes us. Uh, not, in a, not in a mean way, but, you know, like in a fun kind of brother, kind of pick on him way, I guess you'd say. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, but, yeah, tonight, pretty woman. That, that actually, I would say that Dawson Hay will come back tonight after bucking off last night and will win the round. I'm just going to put that out there. All right. All right. Bloomer's midnight train in the Bronx riding. Damian Brennan has that dude tonight, which that is an amazing horse. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, and I, call, I called a couple things right yesterday. I don't know if you guys remember that if you're listening online or listening here, I called Stan Branca winning the round yesterday, okay? You saw that. True. Good for Stan Boy. I was right on that. So I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, Pete Carr is going to be going to the big stage. Um, pretty woman, seven times NFR, 86 at Hempstead, Ryder right, 86 in Houston. R.C. Landingham in the bareback riding, 87. So, I mean, that dude's been to the NFR several times. Pretty woman, uh, awesome horse. Midnight train, awesome horse. My man that I have in the bull riding, the champ, the Sage Kimsey, has midnight train tonight, all right? Are you calling it? What? Are you calling it? I am calling it. Sage Kimsey. Sage for the win right here. Uh... Midnight Train, if, if you guys have followed any of Pete's Bulls, man, him and, and Billy have done just a great job. The Midnight Train, come on, Sage. Have you seen Sage's little boy? Oh, yeah, he's very cute. Shaq would definitely buy them dinner. That's Absolutely. A, that is how cute. Like, what a great family. Uh, Sage and Alexis last night were on uh, Pro Rodeo, or, uh, Rodeo Vegas Live, and so I got to give them 
<laughs> parenting tips. They were, not them, but they, we were doing parenting tips. We were talking about rodeoing with babies and blowouts and diapers and stuff. So it got, it got a little shitty, if you blow will. Blowout tires and blowout diapers. Yeah. So I, I'm pulling for Sage. Um, you know when you're talking about, like, like uh, Shaq just being a generally good guy? That's how Sage Kempsey yes. is. That, Agreed. He is just, he's got such a good heart. He's nice to people. He's friendly. He just does his thing. And, uh, I, I mean, how can you not be a fan of Sage, you know? Yep. Um, looking at that bull here. Yeah, Midnight Rider. Three times NFR ridden once over the last four years. Trevor Kasner was 90 and a half to win the seventh round of the 2022 NFR. Marked 44 or higher. Multiple times throughout the year. Average bull score for the last four years from Pete Carr, 44 and a half. That's insane. Is that not wild? That's good. That's great. And, so, and, and uh, a lot of that, uh, as Pete would give that credit to Billy Jones. Yeah. You know, all the stock. Pete, Pete would give uh, credit. Billy's uh, he's great to work with on, on, on that end and on, you know, on the end like at San Angelo working with him and, and figuring out load times, all that stuff uh, on the back end. So, and guys you want to bring. Yep. You know, and, and a lot of guys like Billy, you know. And that stock contract world, you talk about a bunch of high school girls, geez. Yeah, you know, we should – I know it could never happen, but, boy, would it not be fun to have a rump chat live in the stock contractor room at the NFR. I tell you, I went back there last night, and they got a keg of beer uh, and food for the stock contractors, and they all sit in there and make fun of each other and other people. Um, but I got, I went in there just kind of quick second to get a beer before we were leaving. And uh, Jerry Dorn, Camp, and Hank Franz, and we're sitting there. And that's a pair to draw to, let me tell you. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they were telling some info. They were telling stories of when the buckle ceremony was at Caesars. This is before Gold Coast was even built. God, I miss the old Gold Coast. That was that the old was, Gold Coast. That's when I first started coming out here. It was insane. That bar, it took you 30 minutes to go from one end to the other. Back when you could get drunk for $25. Remember those days? Nope. Or free if Steve Fexer, God rest his soul, you found out his code and you would just write that and they would just charge his account. That was pretty cool. Gosh. Back when I was broke and came out here with like $200. $200. And that wasn't even 100 of what I borrowed. <laughs> $200 wouldn't even get you from the airport to anything out here. No, not anymore. Because one thing we've learned this year on the Uber, oh, okay, I'm going to request an Uber, sixteen seventy five. Then by the time it gets there... One hundred and thirty-four fifty. Like, it's just absolutely wild. But lefty. There's, hey guys. Cato. You guys. What's hair, up, guys? You guys' hair is looking great today, by the way. Yes. Look Woo! at that. Look at that fluff. Whoa! Look at that. Hey, I need to come uh, get in that freeze bag or whatever you guys do. It's an ice bath. Oh yeah. It's cryo. You know the bag? Isn't there a bag that wasn't Brody in a bag? Yeah. He's like laying there. I'm like, is he it looks dead? uncomfortable. <laughs> Good luck tonight, guys. See you. Well, speaking of un uncomfortable, every day we have a rodeo that we highlight. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uncomfortable, um, every day we like to highlight a different rodeo. All the rodeos across the world to that have done different things, and and we we want to talk about them because we want to bring awareness to them. And and uh, <laughs> is Tyler at the bar? Where did he go? <laughs> oh, he'll be back. <laughs> But you know what? Uh, today is a very special rodeo of the day. The rodeo of the day is the sponsor that does the each day. And so day number one, we had Kildare Mountain Roundup, which is an amazing uh, July rodeo, July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. 
We've had uh, the WCRA Junior Rodeo. We had WCRA Women with Lindsay. Hey, there's Lindsay right there walking by. And so today, from Ponca City, Oklahoma, my hometown, and I, I'm very fond of this rodeo. It's very Absolutely. close to my heart. As you should be. Oh, here comes Tyler back. He <clears throat> maybe had to go pee-pee or something. But our official sponsor. Reel it in, Tyler. It's time. Is a rodeo <laughs> that's the first of June every year. And it's, it's during Woodward. It's easy to get to. It's great stock. Ladies and gentlemen, the rodeo of the day, the Ponca City 101 Wild West Rodeo. Ponca City, Oklahoma, Tyler Mays, Michael Van Hoosen, and Chuck Greenwood. Chuck, you're going to have to share a mic. Yeah. <laughs> we packed light. Sorry, Chuck. So, um... I'm glad you guys are up here, and I'm going to talk just a minute before I actually let you talk. But everybody that knows Rump Chat, you guys remember the episode uh, when I was talking about how I quit playing golf because they put me with guys that really knew how to play golf, and it just kind of ruined my golf? Like, yeah. at Ponca City, we have the 101 Wild West Golf Tournament. I didn't want to play in it, okay? Tyler here and Michael are, like, really, really, really good golfers, Okay. So Tyler, he's like, man, you're from here, you know, you need to, you, you just, if you want to talk, talk right in the mic. You're a great golfer. It's already on. No, neither one of us are. Oh, shut your damn mouth. Yes, you are. So anyhow, he makes me go play. Well, one of the guys I had to play with is Shane Mays, which is right there, okay? Shane, raise your hand. So anyhow, he, these guys never hit it off the fairway. I have to play with guys that were really, really good. And I had to play with Michael, too. And, like, they oh, don't... Chuck's got something to say. They don't... You obviously drink a lot, don't you? Yes. Yes. But these... What? You don't think they're good? You, these guys were amazing. So that's what ruined my golf game, okay? So I didn't play golf for two years because I was like, man, I just suck too bad. I, I got back out. Michael and Tyler and I went and played the other day and uh, played pretty damn good, if I don't mind saying myself. Left foot down. I got to keep my left foot down. That's what was throwing off my golf shot. Shane... You were lifting it up like a baseball swing? Yeah, I mean, uh. golf's hard, okay? But, um, <laughs> you know, Ponca City, the 101, it's, it's a, a great, great venue. These guys, you know when we were talking about growing events and uh, how a lot of, you know, a lot of these rodeos, and not talking bad, but a lot of rodeos, the youth is not coming up to help take over. And we've talked about this before. And that's one thing I'm so proud about Ponca City for our hometown rodeo is these young guys have really, and even Chuck, but you know, they have really taken over uh, the Ponca City rodeo and, and, and brought it way up over the last couple of years. Oh, most definitely. Uh, but you got to think. Just hold it real close to your mouth and talk real loud. Even on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold it real close. Right here. Yeah. But you got to think people like you who've helped us, uh, Sammy, Benji, uh, Garrett, um, they've helped us uh, grow this thing uh, the whole way. You know, all year long they'll be telling us what we, what we can do, try this, do that. Um, so got to thank you all for, for doing that as well. And, and, um, and thank you for listening, you know, to, to go into you know, sometimes, a lot of times it's it's um, committees are don't really, they know best, but sure, to, to right. you, you hire great great people that know the business and you take their advice and so that's good on you guys exactly yeah and like i said we we need them uh the best make the best so that's where we're Amen. wanting to go with it um 
So, yeah, we look forward to next year. We had a, for the first time ever, though, they brought in Benji's big stage. Yes. Like yep. the, the big stage. So besides just the, the rodeo uh, attraction of it all, we had uh, we got to bring in the big stage and, and put on some pretty awesome concerts last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to bring in Chancey Williams, which was awesome, which I got to sing with him, but I, I was overserved. And <laughs> I, I didn't sing as well as I probably should have. You got to stay off that bus. Yeah. I know yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> Turns out you're your own bartender, too. Yeah. But <laughs> the, the cool thing, too, is uh, that Tyler and these guys – so a couple years ago, we had the idea at Ponca City to do the VIP tent experience. Yep. Gold Buckle Beer VIP. Yeah. Rump Shakers Gold Buckle Beer. So Gold Buckle Beer got with us, and uh, I mean, it, it takes a lot when you when you talk about bleachers and knocking out bleachers. So we took the uh, uh, the the end of the arena that has the lowest number of tickets sold, and they bulldozed it, and they brought in this huge tent. With uh, full-on TVs, air conditioning, uh, they got risers. So, like, when you're in the VIP tent, you have your tables, but you can go stand, like, up by the fence, watch the rodeo. And it's, it wasn't a VIP tent where, like, it's a, you know, just a white table with a, you, with a paper plate with a scoop of beans on it. Like, fully catered uh, dinners in... Like, sold out when everybody – because, yep. you know, in a small town, you know, Ponca, a lot of people were, you know, like, well, I don't know if anybody's going to want to pay for a table. And yeah. No, yeah, we sold it out every every night. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a great deal. Michael, why don't you say a little something? Why are you so damn quiet? You're hilarious, and you're just sitting there. I don't know. He's just, just getting tuned up. spoken to. Uh, so, uh, on a side note, I want to uh, – Tell a little something. Chuck Greenwood on the end. I don't know if you guys saw last year when Governor Ron DeSantis actually came to our rodeo and sat awesome. in our VIP. And uh, Chuck Chuck was the kind of one that did that. The two years ago, Governor Stitt came, uh, the governor of Oklahoma. He got to come to the rodeo and actually rode James Hayek's pickup horse and carried the American flag. Yep. Uh, and so last year, you know, there's this buzz going around town like, oh, Chuck's up to something. And I talked to Chuck, and I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, something big is happening. And sure enough, Ron DeSantis uh, got to come to our rodeo. Tell us about that, Chuck. Absolutely. It was an incredible, incredible event due to the fact that they're, they're a true rodeo family. They love it. Their, their son, Mason, and their kids, they, they understand how important rodeo is to the family values and keeping the politics out of it. It was fun to see somebody who was on a national stage just enjoy themselves at our hometown rodeo. And when you look at it like that, as Tyler said, and as you said, uh, Rump, that we've been very, very fortunate to have some young kids get involved and take this rodeo to a totally different level. Two years ago, we had an event called Bubble Bull that got a little over 70 million views. Mm -hmm. Nothing gets that. These guys did. Last year we had Ron DeSantis and Governor Stitt. We've already got Governor Stitt coming back this year with us, another guest possibly. Uh, the thing that, that's unique about it is Trump, I heard. I heard uh, you got Trump. Yeah. Not saying anything. <laughs> um, I wouldn't put past Chuck. Chuck Green would get shit done, all right? <laughs> uh, I'm just very, very fortunate. Uh, part of the deal here is that 
I love showcasing our town. I love showcasing rodeo because I think, you know, I'm kind of an, even though I've been going to the rodeo since I was a young kid, until I got involved in these guys, with these guys, I didn't realize what rodeo really was and how it really is a family sport. And you look at the animals and that they're such athletes and you look at like some of your guys here, the contestants, I, you, you talk about Shaq, these guys are mm. athletes. Oh, absolutely. And it, it's so unique that in the back of the rodeo, they're helping people get out of cars. They don't take themselves as serious as they maybe should. That, you know, they're, they're helping in everywhere with the committee. And all I can say is, yeah, we got some surprises this year for the rodeo. That's awesome. Well, and good, and good for, for your generation, I don't know, but, but to allow, because a lot of committees, young guys come in with ideas and like, oh, listen here, young buck, I'll show you how it's done, you know, type of thing. But and it's like Killdeer. You know, those guys, young guys, look what that rodeo's done. I mean, yeah. when you're adding performances, you're doing something good. And, and you guys are well on your way to doing that. You may not want to. You may not want another day. But uh, I'm just saying, um, you know, the Gold Buck Beer Zone, the Rump Shaker Zone, you know, just genius. Oh, and stuff like that. Now, you know, Benji Stage, which is, it adds a whole new element. Oh, it does. Um, right. You know, I relate to how I relate to things. Is we had it at the, at the Roping Fiesta and just that and the lights and everything, it, it's, Rather than a, a, a flatbed trailer. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It it's just it, make, it makes it, it's the feel, it's the presentation of it. Yep. And then people are going, wow, this is legit. Right. A- absolutely. Exactly. It's just like as we walked up here, you look at the Sense Gene logo over there. Fo- you know, follow, don't lead. These guys, you know, they are leaders. Well, it lead, don't follow. Let me go backward. Go Buckler's <laughs> already got me a little bit. Follow, uh, don't lead. Yeah, whatever. I'm a follower, that leader. <laughs> you want another? Get get another gold beer to Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah get get another. Actually, beer. hand me one of those. Let's trade it in. Oh, oh Chuck. Awesome. Hey, we so, got we got to touch on that. Um, I, I got to tell. You got it. So Chuck, uh, Chuck is not a rodeo guy. I don't know if you guys know that. Chuck is uh, involved in airplanes and Greenwood, uh, where my cubicle is at Greenwood Aviation, and Chuck knows really nothing about bulls or uh, working a clown barrel. So two years ago, Chuck comes up with this idea that he wants to be in the gold buckle beer barrel in the arena. Yes. He's had, <laughs> and everybody, so Tyler is his son-in-law, okay, yeah. and his daughter's here too, and they're like, please don't let my dad get in the barrel. I'm like, no, this is going to be fine. And Chuck, he really wanted to do it, <laughs> and so... Um, we get with Sammy Andrews, and we're like, what bull won't hit the barrel? We need to find a perf, you know. So Chuck, he comes out early, and he does, because everybody, you know, wants to get in the barrel. So Chuck gets in the barrel, and we teach him how to duck down, and, you know, we're trying to kind of explain some stuff. And so he's in there, and I look up, and he pops out of the barrel, and he's in the gold buckle barrel, and he's got a beer in his hand <laughs> in the arena. And... That fourth bull came out and went running, and I'm like, oh, damn it. It's happening. I was like, well, <laughs> bye, Chuck. And yeah. this bull went running towards the barrel, and at the last minute just took a 90 <laughs> and ran by. Like, what is it oh with you and, and, uh, and guests in the barrel? Like Santa Angelo, I know. With that one gentleman was in there, I, and he was. <laughs> people oh, would, they, Chuck, they, he, he didn't they, have a beer in the barrel, but he had plenty before. It was a, it was a perfect image. He, he had the beer right here, gold buckle beer, just propped up. I think they had it on their website. Did they get yeah, did they get a picture? Oh, a picture? Yeah. oh yeah. that's awesome. Good job, Chuck. I, I told was, Chuck, I'm like, you're gonna have to duck down, bro. Like 
You know, like, when those bulls come, you don't have time. And so, but Chuck, he was pretty good. He was kind of paying attention. But at the same time, you know, he's kind of looking around the crowd, and I'm like, Chuck, focus, focus. Okay, let's go back to the truth of the story now. (laughs) Oh, you mean Rump is rumping the story? Horseshit, that's exactly what happened. I mean, not often in your life do you ever get to do something. We had three with Nathan and Cody and Rump in the arena. Not often do you get to do something with the three best in the world helping you out. Amen. You know, it all started on a late Thursday night when Rump was overserved, possibly. Late Thursday night. Um, and long story short was here, I'm kind of getting scared. They're all thinking I'm going to cower it out. And I was thinking I was going to kind of cower it out. But then here comes Nathan or Cody. He said, Chuck, you ought to be over there stretching and stuff, getting ready. I said, I didn't know this was part of the game plan that a guy my age has to stretch and get ready. I just thought you got in the barrel. What was unique, you know, they get in there, they talk to me all about it and stuff, and they're, they're telling me about the bull, and, and, and obviously Justin was very, very, you know, involved in making sure I was safe, and okay, here comes the bull, and okay, I'm all excited, I get out with the beer, I look up, here's Nathan, Cody, Rumford's over in the stands with yeah. a gold buckle beer, he's nowhere to be seen. No, I go over the fence. And, I didn't want to get hooked too, Chuck. Yeah, but I found that out because I wanted to look back thinking, okay, thank you for making me safe, and no. There's nobody else no, there. No. I told Chuck, I said, once you, once you decide to get in the clown barrel, you're on your own. I mean, that's my policy. <laughs> but it is I, I the wanna... best seat in the house by far. It, it, uh, it turns out you can't get a quick insurance policy that, that quick on your father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I they tell frown you. on it for some reason. I don't know what happened. So, <clears throat> do you got anything coming up next, this year? I mean, as far as, you know, do you have your – Concert booked or anything? I don't know if you guys well, made your announcement yet or not. But oh, hey, Garrett, we're here. working on it. I know you've, I know you've turned it. Oh, oh wow! Yes. Look at here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there he is. Yes. Here he is, the one and only, the eye candy of our rodeo. Oh God! Two-time PRC announcer of the year and the official announcer of Ponca City 101 Wild West Rodeo, Garrett Mowing down a cheeseburger. Yes. Hey, you don't, you don't want the microphone, Chuck? Hey, so since it's 101 day at the 101. Day at the rodeo. The funniest thing about the whole Ron DeSantis coming to our rodeo. So we have, there's more security there than I have ever seen anywhere. So Garrett is going to come out of the announcer stand. We have a shoot heaven. So Garrett's going to come out of the announcer stand and interview uh, Ron DeSantis, okay, after the bareback ride. And the, the other funny thing was Ron DeSantis wanted to have some picture taken with Florida Cowboys. The only Florida Cowboy out that night was. Big Earn. <laughs> Ernie Corson. And Ernie's got his hair down. <laughs> and uh, he, he was really making Florida so, proud that day. Uh, so Garrett, he steps over, uh, you know, because, I mean, he's kind of packed in there. So Garrett is doing an interview on the front row of Shoot Heaven. Yeah, he couldn't DeSantis. have the Torres brothers or someone no, like that. Uh, <laughs> Dustin uh, Ernie's, Ernie's badass. So don't get me wrong. But. They, they take a picture of Garrett with Ron DeSantis. And the next day on the CNN website, it says, Kevin Stitt endorses Ron DeSantis, and it's a picture of Garrett shaking his hand. <laughs> so, <laughs> Two things. One, I was pretty much the governor that day, and two, it was a great cinch promo because they, I mean, it was perfectly in the picture. I mean, I need to talk to Jessica about that, matter of fact. Yeah. So I, I, need, <laughs> I need to speak on that. So we were doing, secure, doing security from like Oh, yeah, Tuesday it's a whole other level, isn't it? We walked the arena down seven times. Garrett was involved. And they kept it really ruined pre-rodeo nap time, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they kept calling. The, you know, everyone has a code name, code name. And they kept saying VOG, VOG. I'm like, 
Finally, I asked the head guy of security, what is VOG? He said, it's voice of God. And that's what they called him. They VOG. called Garrett voice of God? Voice of yeah. God. Yeah, wow. They, they didn't say announcer or MC no. or host. VOG. It was voice of God. Yeah. Uh, they, they had, like, dudes, like, legit guys with machine guns by the back gate. Yeah, they don't mess around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was, and Garrett even, I don't know if you remember this, when you pulled me aside, like, hey, Rob, just don't, don't talk to anybody. Don't try to make a funny joke about anything. And. Uh, you know, yeah, it was it was honestly nerve wracking because like where I was standing up there, like I was literally standing on a plastic folding chair doing this interview, <laughs> leaned over with our governor of Oklahoma and then DeSantis, and I mean I'm right there in front of God and everybody, and it's like, man, this is I've never actually been scared before, but the thought well, crossed my mind like there's some psycho out there. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, you're the line, but it's not just that he was the governor of Florida, right? I mean, we all know he's a presidential candidate. Right. So it's a little bit more hype than just For a sure. governor. For sure. Yeah. I mean, not, not to downplay just a governor, but um, Garrett, while we have you here, like, how long have you been going to Punk City? 2017, I think, was. was yeah, 2017. I, bet, I did the music there before for probably three, four, five years, but on the microphone since 2017. And Garrett still holds the arena record in Ponca City for side-by-side barrel racing. I do, yes. Yeah, he wrecked out a Polaris, like a $20,000 Polaris. What is it about committees and wanting to race ATVs around barrels? It's like Weatherford, Texas. We didn't I'm like trying to tear it. down my sound system. The wheel like, was off. Hurry up, we got to run barrels. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, we didn't wreck it, Rump. We you just may or may not have ran the two front tires okay. off the bead. All right, you know what? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's ask a question of people who are in-house today, okay? If you have a Polaris Ranger and one of the wheels falls off, is it wrecking it? How many people say yes? Please raise your Thank hand. You. The Thank wheel you. Was, the wheel was gone. Thank you. And Garrett felt Thank bad, you. so you know what he did? What? He left a $20 bill underneath the seatbelt <laughs> and left it in no, the arena. No, I left one. We left, we left $52 <laughs> and one-sixth of a rack of gold buckle beer yep. underneath the windshield wiper. One-sixth. Like, so that's, that's all we had left. Hey, sorry for totaling out your $14,000 Polaris Ranger. Here's $52 and, and some a booze. can of gold. But gold you know, buckle. the best part about it, the guy that owned it, the only part he was mad about the next day is that we didn't wake him up and have him with us that night doing it. <laughs> that's our chairman's. That's Corey Goodno, our chairman. That's his Ranger that we destroyed. And I got a three-year contract the next year, so hey <laughs> But, you know, Punk City, that was one of your first pro rodeos that, that – the first PRC besides Mineral Wells, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, uh, Ponca City was the first one to hire me. Yep. Um, so, I, Ponca, or, uh, Mineral Wells happened first, but they hired me after. So, uh, Ponca City was fir- first PRC rodeo so, to book. So, talk about the growth since then and how these guys, like they were just talking about, they listen to you and Benj and Sammy Andrews and, and, and they take your advice. They don't tell you what to do. They, yeah. they work with you. Uh, and, and that's it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm no more important there than anybody else. It is a, I truly feel like it's a team effort. Um, and I think that's what makes them successful is, is, you know, they have ideas that they know work in their community. I have ideas that work that I see. other. Same thing when Rump's there every other year. Um, and, and now we've got that rodeo to, I think, something special. Um, there was nothing wrong with it when I started going there. Uh, but there's been such a changeover in the committee and lots of young blood with Corey and Tyler and all the guys. Um, you know, Chuck and his connections. I mean, I'm going to give Chuck a little pat on the back. We would have never gotten the attention with you know, Stitt and DeSantis without just some of his friendships and connections. So I think it's really put a, a light on Ponca City, um, uh, not just the whole Fox News and CNN stuff, but in rodeo also 
Uh, they've increased their added money. They've started doing facility improvements. It's amazing what just new bleachers can do to a place. I mean, the city has been phenomenal the past couple years to work with and helping us with projects. Um, their concert lineup, they've got Benji's Big Stage now. Uh, had Chancey Williams, The Great Divide, uh, Dylan Michaels last year. Um, I mean, and, and this year, are we are we announcing the new lineup yet? No, no, we no, yes, not we quite, are. Not, not quite. I'm trying. Okay. To, I'm still working on that. Okay, deal. so uh, stay tuned I, for this year's uh, music lineup. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to bust it. Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, <laughs> and Elvis. Yes, that's pretty well, much an impersonator. But, but no, it, it's been it's been so special. Get your special. tickets now. <laughs> it's been so special to see the growth, and kudos to these guys for you know giving us a place to play and and uh, not being scared to try a crazy idea every now and then. And, and there's some, still some you know, traditionalists on the committee that care about the rodeo itself, and, and that's obviously the bread and butter. That's why we want people to come. But uh, to see the growth and the expansion, I think, is, is something that kind of makes me smile. So, Awesome. For $20, who's the mayor of Ponca City? Don't help him. Yeah, Homer you, Nicholson. Everybody knows lie. that. That's that's a, Chuck just Chuck. Every day is a great day in Ponca City. I'm drinking. Damn it. Everybody's a, every day is a great every, day. In it's not, no, that's not. The, he knows. He knows. No, it's that's not the saying. It's, what is it? It's not every day is a great day in Ponca City. It's it's another great day in Ponca City. It's like you don't even like our community, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to be the first to let you know, Garrett Jurgen has now been fired. <laughs> the new official announcer will be Chuck. <laughs> Have at it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Bump the brakes. I don't know about this. Oh man. I tell you, we better get to our next guest. You guys have been really talking. Yeah, can I go eat my cheeseburger now? No, I was going to ask if you're going to finish it because Hammy hasn't eaten yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you'll eat something Shaq doesn't buy? Oh, by the way, so. Oh, no. Hey, Chuck, can we get Shaq to come to the Pocket City Rodeo next year? I'll tell you. Shaq bought us dinner last night. I'll tell you later. You missed the The story. The Shaq. The Shaq. So, uh, my sister, um, there's a guy from Sydney, Iowa. Uh, who married uh, a gal that went to high school with Shaq. She, like, helped him in class and stuff like that. They're friends. And so I have a screenshot. She sent the picture to him. It's small world. I see you met some of my friends last night. You're such a good guy, Shaq. He says, small world. Had to pay for the little man dinner. <laughs> All right, we get it, Hambo. You're cooling us. Just yep. shut up. You sound just like him. Uh, hey. <laughs> Get to do shakaroni. Shakaroni. Well, ladies and gentlemen, how about for our rodeo of the day? The Ponca City 101 Wild West Rodeo guys with us. Thank you for coming out, guys. Michael, thanks for talking so much. Appreciate yeah, Michael. It. You didn't give him a chance to talk yeah, about thanks your... Thanks for having uh, me. We're gonna I'm going to have to go golfing with you guys to really uh, experience Michael. We're gonna. Michael's moving back to Ponca, and uh, so we're going we're gonna to have Michael Maybe me on. and Whitney, uh, well, maybe we'll just move to Ponca. You should. But, and before I, I leave, one thing we didn't say... Is every morning when I wake up, I look at his house. He's my neighbor. Oh, Chuck. So where's Ashley at? Ashley, that's actually what I get to see. She's out there working. Is it through a looking glass or just out? Okay. It's just right there. (laughs) But he's always there. So thank you for being I'm always working. All right. I'm always watching Chuck's house. Wild West 101 101. Wild West Rodeo. Oh, sorry. 101 Wild West. Sorry, sorry. 101. 100, not 101. Sorry. First week of June. For Pete's sakes. Thanks for playing them off, Jacob. Thanks, Tyler. Um, Wolfpack. Oh. Anyway. Who, get, who do we have next? Let's get to our next guest. I don't even uh, know. I do. This guy, has, uh, he's been the barrel man oh, at oh. the NFR. All right, hold on, hold on real, real quick. So, uh, before noon, I, w- I do want to hit um, 
over here, in case you didn't know, or people walking by, you got Clay Smith, Riley Webb, Haven Medjit, John Douch, Dusty Tuckness, our next guest who you're going to miss, but you'll be okay. Jordan Hansen, Ty Harris, Brushton Minton, and Jeff Askey. They're all right over here. Some studs over here if you want to get an autograph for the family. So uh, do that pretty quick. But go ahead. Go ahead. So, so we have two guests, actually. And we have to have them at the same time because they don't go anywhere by themselves. The first guy has been a clown of the year. He's pulled a trifecta two years in a row. Clown of the year, Coors Man in the can. He's not even listening. He's got a rough chat patch on his hat. He's one of my best friends. He's, he's the nicest guy. Talking but to people. Sometimes he's kind of an ass. We love him anyway. Uh, guest number one from Soper, Oklahoma. From Soper, Oklahoma. From Soper, Oklahoma. John, John Harrison. To the, to the main stage. And also, John Harrison, please report to the bathhouse. Your mom's calling. The other guest. The other guest. Well, that's a, what happened with me. Come on up. Round of applause for John, boy. Come on up here, John. Come on up. Hi, buddy. It's like I've seen you twice today. <laughs> Our second guest that's going to be up here with John. He's been to the NFR as a bullfighter for 15 years. He hasn't ha ate a carb in seven years. He's the hardest working man in rodeo. He is the one and only, the baddest cat alive from Houston to Pendleton to your mom's house. <laughs> Dusty Tuckness. Dusty, that's when you come up here. Rusty. Rusty Tuckness. Hey, Tuckness, you can jog if you want. Yeah. That's fine, Rusty. They'll, they'll wait for you. No Hi, John. What's up, buddy? Long time no see. I know, my friend. Here he comes. All right, round of applause for Dusty Tuckness. Here he's. The old John. Oh, had to do the old. Hi, bud. That's right. Oh, I guess you heard about Shaq and. Yeah, that's kind of. It's on. Hello. We'll adjust. It's kind of a big deal, really. I'm telling you. It I was, mean, he is a big deal. And was, then Gus. <laughs> I just him for the little man. Sorry, I'm not going to get over that anytime soon. <laughs> so, you fangirl. Well, the cool thing was it had nothing to do with the adults. It was all about him. But, what, yeah, how can but you, life how can is you about not, Gus now. How can it you is. not fangirl? But anybody, even if you're not fangirl, what are you supposed to say when you meet Shaq? Dear God. <laughs> like, you are huge. And then Gus, on top of that, was on the pro rodeos. Like, you swipe and you see Haley and all these world champions. And the last picture was Gus sporting a pair of sunglasses. Well, and that's what's cool. And I think I've said it on here. Like, you know, growing up in, in Sydney, and back then they all came, you know, before there was so many rodeos and all that stuff. You know, the first weekend in August is literally, it's a fact, it's the busiest week of rodeo in, of the year. But, you know, now Gus, you know, I mean, He's got uh, Casper, Tuck and Webb out there, and they made him baggies, and Tuck gave him a jersey, and, and he's out there in the mutton busting with, you know, two of by far the greatest bullfighters of all time, and they're hanging out. He, I mean, John and Carla and, and, and uh, Sage and Kai, Stetson, all these people, Donnie Gay, Bob Tallman, you know, these are people that I idolized. Well, not so much you because I'm older than you, but, you know, legends growing up. You and, can be honest. And, and it's never, cool. and never was never around him until later on in life. And to him, he, you, you know, it's just, uh, just his buddies. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It means a lot. It's pretty cool that he gets that experience with, with legends of the game like you guys. 
Oh, I agree. My kids are the same way. They're spoiled. Absolutely. They know everybody, and my son's like, I want to start riding bulls. I'm like, well, who do you want to talk to? Like, you got all of them to talk to. And the same way at Bronc riding. He's got more help. He's still struggling. He's got my athletic ability. So, <sighs> which, which, judging by, by John's knee braces that he wears <laughs> everywhere, when we, during COVID, when everything was shut down, we had, like, all the rodeo clowns, Garrett, announcers, bullfighters. We all went to John's house to quarantine. We, so, we were waiting on COVID to pass. Yeah. So, John, he, in the backyard, I get there, I knew it was going to be bad. We get to his house, and he's got a volleyball net set up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were there that weekend, was, too. Yep, we were there. And we were. so this is how devoted to safety John Harrison is. He's got no shirt on and tennis <laughs> shoes, and we're getting ready to play volleyball. Here he comes <laughs> with both of his knee braces. He was not going <laughs> to play volleyball without the proper protection. I don't want to, like, miss out on six months worth of rodeo over a volleyball game. So <laughs> exactly. wearing my knee braces. Well, it turns way. out with COVID, if you would have blown your knee out, you would still have time. <laughs> yeah, you had plenty of time to recover. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a great time. You know, uh, you talk about rodeo memories, and everybody's got, like, different rodeos that they want to talk about and stuff. But that having your friends at the house for 10, 12 days at a time, was one of the best times. And we had a rule when you came to the house, there's a piece of paper on the front door. When you walk through the door, you could not say COVID-19 or the coronavirus. If you did, it was a shot of whiskey. So at 8.30 in the morning, it was getting poured left and right. That guy right there with the rum chat sweatshirt was bad about saying it. About well, the reason we were trying, the reason, because we all got together, we were all talking, we're like, we're not going to say the C word because we want to talk Positive. positive. We want to forget that. About but Hambone didn't make it 20 feet inside the door and said it. And then my wife, by 9.30 in the morning, before breakfast was even served, she had had two or three shots. Oh, yeah, because the girls were all sitting at the table. That's ta- probably my purpose. The COVID. <laughs> no. Oops. Because no. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, it, we're sponsored by Pendleton Whiskey, and it's my favorite whiskey. But even Pendleton's a little rough at 8.15 in the morning. I yeah. mean, <clears throat> yeah. But so the girls, they were all sitting around the table, like Whitney and Ashley and Carla and and they all got their little coffee cups with their hazelnut coffee. And <laughs> Carla's like, I just can't wait for this coronavirus. We're like, oh, gotcha. Yes. You, will throw, you will throw everybody under the bus as soon as you hear it, too. You're like, God, yeah. you said it. Oh, man. I said it. We went to uh, Hochitown where we have our cabins. Oh, and uh, yeah. we went to, you know, Hochitown is, Hochitown, there's no COVID because there's no society. It's out in the, the I oh, mean, no it way. is. Redneckville, it's awesome. You need to go check it out. It's one of the top ten Airbnbs in the nation. If you want a vacation that's really cool by an awesome lake, you need to go there. Oh, it's beautiful. So, but, like, the bars and stuff were open. And I accidentally said the, the C word twice, and I had to do two shots of whiskey, like room temperature whiskey. Remember the second one's when I accidentally threw up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I actually got video proof of that one. That I'm sorry. I wish you would cancel that but yeah we all got that together was, and, and it was a, it was a great time and, and john and carla's place um is just a hair maybe a few feet shorter than this um kind of feels <laughs> like this building here uh well, we built we built a house for hosting we love for our family to be there, i love so that's it why. so yeah it was there was 68 people there and we were all comfortable well you know the, <laughs> the funny thing about that house is john's first house that him and Carla lived in uh in soper uh, we had just as many people, but that was Freckles Brown. Your yep. And I'd stay there multiple times because I would come down with BJ, BJ. and Fred, BJ Schumacher and Fred Batcher, so, and we would swing so to the, the first time we went there is after Dallas, and I went with them, and you're driving. <laughs> and we're like, where are we going? And you heard the stories because Sasquatch is supposedly around there. Like, this is where he's been seen. 
uh, down in southeast Oklahoma. Oh, it, Sasquatch is definitely well, in southeast Oklahoma. Sasquatch <laughs> actually, uh, so I got a buddy at home that was a, a played baseball, pretty good-sized guy, so I bought the Sas Sasquatch outfit. And so BJ's driving home from a rodeo the first time BJ saw Sasquatch. <laughs> and it, the roads, our roads are nasty in southeast Oklahoma. Oh. Well, BJ sees Sasquatch. I mean, it's 1.30 in the morning. Sasquatch goes right in front of his truck, and he doesn't go another quarter mile before he's off in the ditch and gets stuck. And his buddy J.D. Hoagland, he's like, I'm not getting out of this oh, truck. Boy. I am not. We're going to call for a wrecker or whatever to get out. Numerous Sasquatch sightings down there, though. Oh, no, my God. We would times. When you, when you start off with, how do you get to John's? Well, you want to go to the cemetery and take a left. Yeah. <laughs> like, you go left, and then you go down, the, and there's a dirt road cut out, and it's just wide enough. I don't know how you get, how for all those years you got that dang big-ass trailer with that car in there. I have no idea. You are a super trucker. I got to say that much. My wife does it now. Yeah. She's a super trucker, Yeah, too. I, I don't think you should be able to rodeo now unless your wife can do most of the driving. I'm, I'm a I, big fan of that. But. I completely agree. In John's old house, you could sit in the kitchen and touch the living room, and the bedroom almost at the kitchen it table. It was tiny. Yeah, so that's that's the funny thing about it. Everyone's like, man, John can get a lot of company. I'm like, John had a lot of company in the old house. But it was it was like a museum. You know, you had freckles, pictures everywhere, and back numbers. Of course, back then, a lot of them were the, the armbands. You know, they would your number was on an armband. But uh, uh, buttons, buckles, everything was so everything. cool. And then on the back door or on the back porch, you would have everybody sign. Yeah, and so that was pretty I, cool. I got that idea. We went to uh, Harry Vold's house, uh, and Karen Vold, when we was there, like, she's like, you got to sign the wall. And so you start looking at all these signatures going back. I mean, all the legends of rodeo has been to Harry's house. And so I started that 20-something years ago, and it's crazy all the names that has been, been through that house. So what's it? What, I mean, is there anybody in the house right now? Is what? anybody living there? Uh, yeah, yes. Greg Simus's son's actually living there. Oh, Tyler. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. But, um. I want to tuck. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, these guys. Um, I held it together pretty good uh, until after the buckle ceremony, and uh, I come off the stage. We were after, I was a little bit after the bullfighters, and uh, uh, you know, Webb was there, but Nate and Tuck and John, and they come up, and they're they're more excited for me than I was. And when they were just giving me a hug and everything and back slapping, I, I, it, it all finally hit me that I'm I'm really going to do the NFR and. There, I kind of, kind of bitched out, you know, started, started tearing up a little bit, and, I think and then okay. that made him even more. And, and Nate, it was was uh, semi Mongo right then, and so he's one of those guys who's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Oh God," you know. He forgets how how strong he is, but uh, it was pretty cool. And on the way up, Tucks texting me, you know, just enjoy the ride, stuff like that. So, truly means a lot. Yeah, especially man, for someone who's been here 72 times like you. <laughs> can you believe that, Tuck? Like when you walk in the arena, can you believe? 15 years in a row you've been selected to, to work this event. Round of applause for that. that I don't know if that will ever happen again. That's just amazing. And it's, it's truly just – it humbles you. It's overwhelming. It's crazy to kind of really wrap your mind around. Um, I can remember years ago just being that kid on the, uh, the arm of the couch, mm -hmm. you know, trying to stay up late enough to watch uh, the, the rodeo on TV. And back then there's no DVR or anything. And, um, you know, it was always something that – I never thought was uh, not possible, but it was something that I, you know, dang sure was an ultimate goal of mine when I was starting out. And it's crazy to, to think um, that it's that is that's here. And you know, going through some of the injuries that I've been, and but at the at the end of the day, like I spoke a little bit at church today, man. It's it's all about. I, I'm learning to 
to enjoy more about the process and the prize. And, uh, you know, going back to the years that we've spent together, you guys, uh, me and Big Bear were talking the other day on the drive out here. It's almost 20 years since I've known Rump, you know, and, and that's over half of my life. And that's uh, – we've had <laughs> – we had – a lot of good times, a lot of years of times. fun, <laughs> and uh, Hambone's been right there. And so, man, speaking of you, walk across the stage the other night, uh, man. I, I thoroughly, I get to see a lot of the outside that a lot of people don't see. A lot of people see what they put on social media, or or sometimes in the eye of the public, and, and you can portray a, a different character uh, through those eyes. But I've seen Rump, I've seen Hambone, I've seen John. And these guys put in the countless hours of work and late-night Snapchats of cutting music or studying, you know, into a new act or text rumps, always famous about sending jokes or, hey, what do you think of this? Or how can I do something with this? You know, John just created one of the greatest acts that will go down as one of the greatest acts when he's, you know, in the prime of his uh, career. And so, Bone, yeah, to, to say and be there for you that, uh, man, that's what it's about for me anymore. And. And the hours that you've put in, you know, and it's just like it's full circle coming around and and uh, see where I just seen little man. Oh, there he is. Little man in wit uh, right there with you in that suit that he was popping in. Uh, I couldn't be happier for yeah. you, man. And uh, you, you've put on a great show the last two performances, and I'm looking forward to what you do the rest of the time here. Well, I appreciate it. And everybody, it, it's been awesome, the response. And people are like, uh, th yes, thank you. And. Um, They're clapping for Shaq. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Gus is actually texting him. Um, no, but, but to hear that, people are like, you know, enjoy it, you know, because, you know, then it'll, it'll, it'll wear off, you know. Then it just becomes normal. Like we were talking, John, I go, I hope it does because that means they keep having me back. <laughs> I hope it does become not normal, but, well, you know, where it's, it's, but exactly it's just been magical that, to, yeah. to, to share it with you guys. Like the first, after the first perp. I mean, I couldn't get off that deck fast enough to get back there, that bullfighter room, and, you know, back slapping and hugs and everything, and it was just, it was pretty awesome. Then my brother comes in there with a bottle of whiskey, and we do a shot, you know, and so it's been a pretty magical, and we're not done yet. We're keep pushing. Um, uh, I got to give a shout-out to Nard. I mean, we worked on music after the meeting today, and, and a lot of guys keep that. You know, they're like, I use this. I don't, I'm not going to give it to anybody else. It's my thing, but... He is so genuine, and he's like, hey, man, this works good for this, and I bounce things off of him, and it's been a true partnership having him there, so big shout-out to Nard. But, um, so it's, it's, and it's been fun because him and I together is, is like Rump. I mean, Rump and Nard, they're the most genuine. They're just funny, you know. Um, just enjoy life. Yeah, they just enjoy life. I asked, I asked Nard's wife, I go, is he ever an asshole? And she goes, no. And I'm like, honey? can't say that about me, can you? <laughs> She's like, nope, not so much. I'm not going to ask her that. Shaq thinks you're nice. <laughs> no. oh, uh, so I got a question. Then we asked Boyd this the other day, and, and you don't know this yet because you're, you're new. But you guys have both had so many NFRs. John, what, you have 10? Uh, nine times as a bro man. Nine, nine, nine oh, NFRs? Oh, yeah, he was also a specialty act. Did, did you guys know that John trick roped coming out of the ceiling of the NFR? In they white they pants. And white pants and a blue shirt with tassels on it and they yes. lowered it <laughs> whatever they got they were doing this they were definitely tassels i and uh yeah they uh they they lowered him down and he's trick roping <laughs> and i we laughed the other day we were talking about this and i'm like what if you had dropped your rope <laughs> and, and then would you just hung there and like 
as they lower you down. Like, yeah, you have, I suck. You have two options. If you drop your rope from 50 feet in the air, you better be pretend you passed out and just go down with it. Oh, he's dead. Or, or, or <laughs> you have to think about this, because if you drop your rope, there's no safety net, or you're going to start the, the queen wave. And just, yeah. Just, I, I would love to hear the guy in the comm be like... Yep, drop down, John Harrison. <laughs> so yeah, but what was that? What was that like? Because that was your first time there, right? That was my second time. Okay. there. the second time there. But so stepping out off the edge, you in have your life. You, well, you have on no a idea how far it is up in that ceiling, and then they take you up there and they start like, well, I think what we do is you'll be on a harness and you're going to step out here, and I'm like, like step out there. <laughs> and so anyway, they ended up changing it just because I was scared, and so I was in the third buck and shoot, and so when the lights went dark i went up <laughs> so yeah that made that, it a lot easier yeah because that first step that's a that's a doozy so if you're going from the capsule so, yeah so this is i might be sharing too much here no nope, um, nope you're not so they have the uh all these people are union that have worked there and they're like riggers and stuff like that so i'm getting ready to go and i have this harness on and i have my costume over the top of the harness and the riggers like I, you're wearing a thong i said what <laughs> He goes, are you wearing a thong? I'm like, no. <laughs> and he says, I don't know how strong you are, but if you're not strong enough to grab that cable and lift yourself up, because when it grabs you and lifts you, and if it catches one of the woo he goes, you're going to be in pain so bad you won't be able to do anything. And then you won't talk about getting nervous really quick. <laughs> so did you go get your thong out of your truck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. It was like risk it for the biscuit kind of deal. So. <laughs> Don't, don't yeah. say risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> the side story, you know, repelling out, it reminds me of the story at Kansas City back in the 80s and Leon Coffey's fighting, and they're going to, they plan to lower Rick Chapman out of the <laughs> ceiling before the bull riding. Well, they're, they, so Leon knows about this, that Rick's going to come out of the ceiling. And so they prank Leon, and they dress the dummy up and Rick Chapman's stuff and just toss it over the edge. And it landed right by Leon. Oh, oh. They said he ran out of free. Side story, you had to be there. It was an 87, I was three. But. <laughs> he would have been fine. But, uh, you, I'm you, glad that didn't happen to you. <laughs> I mean, me too. But do you guys feel like every performance after you, you've been there, done that, do you still feel like the fire from the first time? Or is it like, well, it's just, I mean, nine NFRs, 15 NFRs. Put that together, that's 24 NFRs between the two of you. Like, is it still that exciting, man, let's do this? Or is it like, yeah, it's just another day in the office. We're going to go do a good job. But, like, you feel the fire on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like uh, I told Lucia the other day when he was doing some behind-the-scenes stuff, he said, does it, does it ever lose its taste? Does it ever get less sweet? And I said, uh, uh, no. I said, if anything, it gets sweeter. And, and I think the only thing that really changes is how you go about it, how you train about it, how you approach it. Um, because it is, it's the biggest 10 days of pro rodeo and, and every year it's every, something's on the line and it's uh, truly just, it's something pretty special and I, I think that's what values this rodeo so much is, is what it does. It doesn't matter if it's your first time, your 20th time or whatever, you ask Trevor Brazil, I'm sure he still got just as fired up or Joe B or Cody Ole or any of them guys, so to... Uh, to answer that question in a short version is no, it, it, it gets sweeter more than anything. Is it, does it get harder every year having to babysit John? Well, uh, it just depends. Um, between the two of them, the one that's filming over here and this one, um, there are a lot kinda, of... You're kind of the, 
You're kind of their watcher. <laughs> yes, I very much am. Um, you know, to do life with them is amazing, um, but they dang sure keep me on my toes. Uh, this guy uh, probably was winning this year, but you got to watch that little blonde over there. Uh, she'll uh, she may walk on high heels and got got uh, the fancy clothes, but she'll uh, pull a rug out from on you. But you know what's funny about John though? John is one of the smartest guys I have ever been around. Smartest dumb guys I know. Sorry, John. He is. <laughs> And we, we're all in, we're business all in, savvy. We're all in business together, and uh, John and Carla are just—they are phenomenal business people. And John is so smart and so dumb sometimes at the same time. <laughs> What's the Little Mermaid's name? No, well, not that. I wasn't gonna say that one. But John—he—he does—he's not very tech savvy. On accident, one time, he accidentally bought a bouncy house, and I don't mean like a little one, like. <laughs> Like, I'm talking an industrial strength, rented out for the weekend, bouncy house. That, that wasn't the worst mistake I made. That's a, that a $3,000 accident that I made online. But then I rented an island one time that slept 25 for a week. Yeah, he, uh, when he goes with no to... Re, with no refunds. It was go, not a nice island. When he, he was go, not, when he goes to put... We're looking for places to go on vacation, right? So we're out there, and, and John is, you know, flipping through these different, you know, places to stay and that. Well, we all kind of get caught up doing some other stuff. We come back. Well, John, he's like, I think I did something bad. We're like, what? He said, I think I just rented this island for a week. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, they asked for my card number and information. I thought that was just so I could, you know, uh, reserve. Well, it said, no, it said apply for the island. <laughs> I was like, you well, I did. Can, you I applied $7,500 to it. You can <laughs> apply for a job, and if they say ah. you're hired, you can still walk away. But so not, not with the island. So he, I'm sorry. So John was it Fire Island? No, it was pretty it much. Was, should it be Trash it was, Island? It, it had the amenities of everything you might find in Abbeville, Kansas. Um, but so he rents this <laughs> island, and then he sends us all a text. He's like, good news. I got a place for all to go on vacation. It's going to be like, Two grand a piece, and we're like, <laughs> so at first we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, this would be great. So I look it up online, and, like, the pool on this island is an above-ground pool that's, like, brown, and it's, like, it, the water's that far from the top, and the outside city amenities <laughs> for a nice Florida evening. Sit outside and enjoy the sunset. In Key West. It was, like, eight different lawn chairs. There's three of them broken on the website. Oh it was God. so bad when we got home. My wife would not put the luggage inside the house. She, like, wanted to spray everything for bed bugs and make sure nothing was coming back in. Uh. The, the smartest guy that's accidentally ever rented an island. <laughs> but I, I've got him back, and I'm, I'm not – I'm proud to say this. You guys don't do that if you're listening at home. Don't ever rob John's liquor store. Every time that I go through there, I always try to steal as much as I can. And um, I worked at his hometown rodeo, Hugo – Last year, and uh, I got out of there with several items, and no one ever found out. So that's one other thing I like to do is uh, rob. Pretty much like you and my trailer. Yeah, yes. but it's not stealing if it's friends, right, John? That's right. <laughs> or if they see you take it. But <laughs> the, the other thing that I think is hilarious, and me and John have talked about this a lot, it's so funny that people outside of our group, outside of uh, n not just our, our close group, but like rodeo people sometimes think that there's this weird underground, like, fight club between clowns <laughs> like they think that nobody none of us get along when hey what's the first rule of fight club 
don't talk about it. But, well, there you go. But there is no fight club. Like, everybody gets along, and that's what was so cool the other night to see John. We all sat together at the banquet, and, and like I, we've always talked about all of us together. Uh, you know, when one of us wins, we all win. And uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's so great to just, yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all pretty close, you know. <laughs> me, me and Tuck didn't win. You guys won, so we've all won. Some You've of all us, won plenty. That's true. You both won ten in a row. That's true. That's true. It's not a big deal. But uh, you blessed. met Shaq. I've never met Shaq. That is Shaq. true. But, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, the whole NFR deal is, I want to get on some kind of gross just for a second. The, the, uh, the locker room at the top We're at the all Thomas nervous about back. this. Everybody, why did it get so quiet? <laughs> You've done some gross things. No, this ain't me, but this is. Uh, oh, it's a pizza. So here's the deal. <laughs> When you, when you make it to the NFR, you think that you're going to be, like, in this changing room with, like, <laughs> catered meals and all this. The, the bullfighter room at the Thomas and Mac is small. It's, like, probably like a jail cell. It's yeah. the closest room with a bathroom. That's not the flag. The flag girls are first, but obviously it is, everybody gives the, the girls their respect. So the next room is the bullfighter room. So all every, the stock contractors... Oh. All of those contracts. Everybody's in there. Casino owners. <laughs> Every Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. He took a deuce in there. Kevin <laughs> Costner came. Was that your year? No, no. Uh, so, Sosby. Sosby, maybe. I, I was the year when this old guy, um, I can't remember his name, but he would come in about an hour before the rodeo and just blow up the toilet. <laughs> it was just so nasty. And the room is Bob. so small. Like, you don't understand. Like Bob Tallman? No, not Bob. <laughs> and so I told the guy, I said, hey, uh, Man, no offense, but is there any other bathroom around here you could use? <laughs> we're, we're all trying to get ready for the NFR in here. And he goes, I've been using this same bathroom to take a shit since 1985, and I'm not going to quit now. Didn't he? Well, the rodeo actually came here in 86. Yeah, but, but he started shitting here in 85. Look it up. <laughs> That's how devoted to that room he was. <laughs> okay. But do you remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite traffic-packed there, but... Is what it is. So what I did, and this is also kind of gross. So I was going to try to detour people from using our toilet. So I went to the hospitality room and the stock contract room. Mustard nuts. Why didn't you do no, that? No, I went and got cho- I went and got chocolate chip cookies, and then I got a <laughs> cup of coffee with some. You don't have to say anything else. That's enough. Like, I, they can they can what, paint the picture. What did you do with it? I, <laughs> I I took the chocolate chip cookie and I ran it underneath the hot water so it melted. Then I rubbed the chocolate chips on top of the toilet, and then I, I poured the coffee all over it, so it looked like something bad happened in there. And I'm like, that old man ain't going to poo-poo in here tonight. And here he come, an hour before. Sure enough, he did. I don't know where all the chocolate went, but when he, it was clean when I got back in there. But have you seen that guy this year? I, I know exactly who you're talking about, yes. <laughs> See that? So it's not that's not an urban myth. No, he's still there. So I, don't, he, I haven't been in the locker room for an hour before, so I mean I don't know if his schedule's off or what. But so when do you go to the locker room? I go. To, I have the meeting. I go back down. I don't know. I'm there about 45 minutes before something like that. What about you, Tuck? Uh, we've got to be checked in an hour before, so usually probably there by 4:30. Right on. Cool. Well, it's um, it's magical. It's fun. And um, it's, a, it's a great experience and. Hope I get to do many more, but uh, I'm blessed that you guys are in there and Big Bear someday. 
to put your name back in the hat, maybe? Nope. I'm in the okay. casino business. Very I want, good. I want He's in the casino business. So as you don't know, Rump doesn't even – you have to put your name in for it. And he doesn't do it because um, he's, he's got his casino stuff going on. So it's, it's not that he's not getting chosen. He's not even allowed to be chosen for. So, uh, so which is kind of selfish. But, uh, very no selfish. <laughs> it's not selfish. I enjoy the casino business. But your wife would enjoy it every night at the rodeo. She's married she, to me. She enjoys every day. Hey. Uh, she's ignoring you. <laughs> hey, Ashley, love you. Um, hey, real quick before you guys go, uh, does anybody here want to go watch the NFR in awesome seats tonight? Yeah? Absolutely. Is anybody? Yeah. Just, is anybody here with uh, just two people? Yeah. Just two people? Everybody. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Uh, tell you what we're going to do. Pendleton Whiskey is one of our great sponsors of Rump Chat, and they're giving us awesome seats. Well, hold on. Do we actually have them physically? Yes. Or are you just right there? They're okay, you, you do have them. Okay. All so right. We can, we can proceed. I want to give them away to our friends down here. They've been to every one of my shows at the Orleans. They come here every day to listen to Rump Chat. They're from Wisconsin. They like the Packers, but that's okay. <laughs> and they are the rodeo super fans. We need I more fans it. like you guys. Yes. Get with my wife. You're going to the NFR tonight on behalf of Pendleton Whiskey. You're going awesome. to get to watch these two close up in person because unlike the tickets I've given away in the past, they're actually really good. So <laughs> get with that. actually for this year's NFR. Yeah. yeah. On a side note. Yeah. Do you it's not for Thursday night's perf, this last one. <laughs> do you remember when I did that a couple years ago as a joke? I had the actual the, the paper tickets, and I put it on Facebook, and I said, uh, two NFR tickets for sale as a joke. I meant just the tickets. They're from three days prior. And like 900 people hit me up like, are those tickets sold yet? I'm like, well, they're from three days ago. What did so. you expect? Well, it was a joke, Hambone. As close as you and Shaq are, you think you would know what a joke <laughs> is, all right? Man, <laughs> but, I don't appreciate that. But anyhow, well, thank you guys for coming out here yep. today. And, and thank you to our guests Two of the best in the business. Thank y'all. Two of the Clown greatest of, the year. of all time. Coors Man in the can. Specialty Act of the Year. Bullfighter of the Year. Awesome, guys. John yep. and Tuck, we're glad to have you. Love you, fellas. Love y'all. Hey, also, don't forget while you're here, slip down and go see our friends down at, at Red River Arenas right down the way. They've got everything. They've got everything from hay feeders, arenas, calf shoots, round pins. They got goat roping pins. Speaking of bathroom. That you can buy down there. So be sure I to check them out. P-Car Pro Rodeo. Get yourself a gold buckle beer. Have a good day. Rodeopatch.com. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow. We Who got, do we have tomorrow? Uh, Monday. I'm going to give a shout-out to Big Bear. He's organized all of this. I've been busy. I haven't. My wife has. Well, we yes. got Burt Davis coming Tuesday. Burticus. You Bert. can see his feet. Burt's coming You don't want to miss his shotgun foot. It's bad. It's anyway. awesome. So it thanks for awesome. tuning in, everybody. Rumpchat.com. Get your Christmas stuff ordered. Brandy is in Enid, Oklahoma. Yep. Do it now. Ready for your orders. We'll talk to you later, everybody. Have a kick-ass day, and thanks for listening to Rump Chat. <laughs> <laughs>